this is episode 38 of Dead Letter Radio. As always, I'm your host, Taze, and this is the podcast with the slogan, Your Words, Your Podcast, because here we feature your writing, your short stories, your poetry, your letters, everything in between that's written down. We give it a platform, a voice, but truly, you are the star of each and every episode. So thank you for joining me once again, and if you're new and curious on how you can have your own work featured on this podcast, I'll go over that at the end of the episode. So as always, I'd like to check in with all of you before we dive right into the amazing pieces we have this week, as one, it's been a while, <laughs> and and two, if we're going to be running into each other every week when I'm on time with uploads, uh, we can get to know each other a bit better. So I just want to ask how you're doing. How's your week as we descend into the colder months if you're in my area or maybe the more busy months uh, with families having a little more free times if you're in retail, work picks up. So I just want to know how are you? How's your projects going that you've been working on? Have you achieved uh, your goals for this year or are you setting new goals for the upcoming year? You know, I've been out of contact a little bit with the podcast and it's nothing big or serious necessarily. It was just, you know, I had a lot of work going on and for whatever reason this year, um, as we descend into the winter months, even though I'm a huge fan of winter, I've just been very exhausted. Uh, and I haven't been able to get a strong footing to sit down and really hammer out the podcast. So that's on me, and I apologize, but everyone's been so great on sending in pieces still and staying in contact. Uh, on another note, too, if you remember a few episodes ago, I'm not sure how long ago, I ended up getting a car as well. So that actually took off a huge pressure, especially before uh, snow started falling, because I was riding a motorcycle when I was getting a little too cold for that. But I hope you're doing well. I hope you sit and can enjoy this episode, relax. If your week has been stressful, I hope this is a nice little reprieve from that. And as always, I'm hoping this podcast is a place that can motivate your creativity and also encourage you to write or share your work as each piece that you make will always uniquely be yours and yours alone. And since it's been a bit, I forgot, I always like to do a quick weather check for the release date of this episode, and this will be coming on, out on Tuesday, November 23rd, and if you're in my area, that is a high of 39 degrees, so we're still beating snow, but we are getting closer with each and every day. So without further ado, let's dive right into the episode, but relax, chill out, and enjoy some amazing writing from around the world. The first piece is submitted anonymously, and it is titled, Dandelion Stems. My lungs ache to sing, to be loud and raucous again, to breathe deeply and smell nothing but hot summer air and dandelion stems. My feet long to run, to travel worlds with every step, to be propelled by purpose and wander for hours without rest. My heart prays to beat, to be brightened with new light, to try new rhythms, syncopated with the world, and then in harmony. So thank you for sharing this wonderful poem. Now the author of this piece, in regarding to it, says, 
The poem is inspired by that feeling of getting older and thinking that you need to stifle childlike urges, like singing out loud, badly, and running and feeling everything. But really, you don't need to stifle it, because that childlike wonder is what makes life beautiful. And you have captured uh, that meaning and that desire beautifully in this poem. I mean, how simple and freeing it is to... Uh, given to the urge to sing even though we might not be the greatest but with our full uh, lungs and our full breath to uh, just enjoy the moment whether it's summer air or now uh, winter air enjoy the frost to run not for the purpose of uh, getting somewhere as fast as possible but just to be free you know, to wander uh, without any sense of purpose only for discovery um, Sometimes I guess we can easily forget that to live in the moment because we have so many responsibilities and so many uh, actions we must take uh, from day to day to survive. Um, but what benefits we can have to take a moment to live in the moment and to make use of our childlike wonder again. So thank you for sharing this poem. Our next piece is by Felix and it is titled, Permission to be Wrong. I give you permission to be wrong. You probably don't need it from me, but you have it here again, just in case. So thank you, Felix, for sharing this piece. This is one of those ones that, uh, to truly appreciate it, you have to see it in written form because there are some places where intentional misspellings of words are put into place, uh, really leaning into that um, idea and uh, the title of the poem, Permission to be Wrong. And this really lines up, at least in my mind, uh, with the first one. As we grow older, uh, maybe we have a sense of um, being a perfectionist, getting set into place, or maybe we just, because of pressures of life, we just need to get things right. And that goes beyond work, maybe it becomes even with our relationships with people, uh, maybe our attitudes in life, or maybe uh, just our common discussions. And we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to not mess things up, to be right, uh, because being wrong can be embarrassing. It can make us feel bad, it can make us maybe not feel as intelligent, or maybe we're worried how people might view us if we are caught being wrong. And so then, Felix, I think a lot of people can appreciate uh, your message that it's okay to be wrong. It's okay to make mistakes. Sometimes we have to let that acceptance be with ourselves, too, because how do we grow? Especially in writing, it's okay to maybe write something that you're not too happy with and uh, use that as a stepping stone, use that to improve. Uh, so thank you, Felix, for sharing this. Our next piece is by Akuzku on Twitter, and it is titled, 12.12 AM. It's 12 o'clock and 12 minutes more. I sit by the sea, gazing at the foamy waves and the mist over the moor that sits across the water. Oh, to be free, to take flight like a seabird and fly above the foam. To fly from this rotting dock, and my soul save 
from this dreaded isolation. Yet even the bird of my thoughts can't make it far from this isle. He barely makes it a mile. He never finds what he sought. I am the lighthouse keeper, a man of no nation, with no real home. I am the lonely mariner whose deeds go unsung. Nevertheless, I do my many jobs to keep the lighthouse alight, because they're jobs that have to be done. Whether it be a clear or stormy night, I toil into the deep eve. I work with purpose, and my sleep my work robs. I have no reason to grieve the fact that I'll die alone. Not a soul will my soul miss, so I go without a worry or groan. I will die forgotten, but that matters not. I and God know what I've done. Anyone else in the world could care. Either way, someday, I'll rot. Fame for me would be unfair, and so I'll leave myself with none. It's twelve o'clock and thirteen minutes more. I knock out my pipe on a rock and head back to the lighthouse door. So thank you, Akuzku, for sharing uh, this poem with us today. Regarding it, they said, I work at a lot of eight-hour shifts doing monotonous work. I often get caught in thought for a seemingly long time about meaning, only to realize that it hasn't been more than a minute. I wanted to capture that sense of scale that comes with existential thoughts, and how huge a moment can seem when you're alone with your thoughts, only to realize it was a microcosm of something larger. And I think you captured that really well put uh, from beginning to end of how our thoughts can cascade and bloom and keep spiraling to bigger and bigger concepts. Uh, and then suddenly no time has passed at all. As someone who's worked retail and landscaping, um, I definitely can acknowledge that this is <laughs> at least something I've experienced uh, greatly. Another point I really enjoyed, actually, on uh, looking over the poem again is the compounding of thoughts and ideas. Uh, sometimes it can seem how randomly how we get to one thought to another, um, but I think it's just natural progression of thoughts and thinking patterns. Um, in your poem, I thought you captured it really well from just sitting by the sea, thinking about how uh, you'd want to be free to fly away. And then that escalating to a focus on your isolation, not being able to reach that goal, not even making it a mile. And to focus back on how you have this work to do, because it has to be done. You keep doing your job, and how you toil day in and day out. And then your own existence, dying alone. That you don't deserve any fame. They're focusing on the place, your place in the world. It can be easy to be sucked into these trains of thoughts and let it keep expounding, expounding. But after a minute passes, we have to go back to work. We have to keep living our day-to-day lives. Uh, so once again, uh, thank you for sharing this insight with us. Next, by Lapsus Calamy on Reddit, this piece is titled Icarus. 
I heard the tale of Icarus when I was just a girl, and dreamed of days when I would watch my own wide wings unfurl. I took it not as warning of what hubris brings to pass, but a lesson on the limits of material like wax. So thank you, Lapsus, uh, for sharing this poem with us. Something of a little lighter note, um, but I think it's still a great outlook. I've always liked the story of Icarus, and if you're unfamiliar, brief synopsis, his boy wants to fly, his father makes uh, wings for him uh, using wax, and he flies too close to the sun, the wax wings melt, and he ends up drowning in the sea. And a lot of people take that story as being a sign or a lesson of man's hubris, uh, as we can't physically fly, and, and, you know, they say you flew too close to the sun, saying you aimed too high, you overreached. Uh, but I thought, perhaps this was a great uh, take on it, that so many things are possible, and sometimes you just have to look at things from a different angle. And in this case, wax wasn't the material to use. And so I think this is a great motivation for if we're trying to achieve a goal or a dream. Uh, sometimes people say that goal or dream is not possible. Sometimes we ourselves will uh, get bogged down and tell ourselves that it's just not possible. Um, but sometimes you just got to change the material. Sometimes you got to look at a different angle and build from a different base and know that, hey, like Icarus, you can fly, but unlike Icarus, you can stay in the sky. It just takes preparation a little positivity, and maybe uh, a little bit of help. Uh, so thank you, Lapsus, for sharing this with us. By Katie Anderson, this next piece is titled, What Do You See? My blue eyes, laced with wonder, fall upon you like sparkled shards, slicing you from the inside out, seeing you, for what you are, reaching you like no one else has, but you shudder, you disappear beneath my gaze, and I lose you so fast, and just like that, you're gone, an instantaneous combustion of hope, of fear, all mixed into one, and rot like stone, poured into an abyss of what if, an abyss of innocent frenzy, of absolute connection, of unfaltered desire. But it unravels into what? A question I can't answer, one I simply can't see, one I don't want to answer. Not if we're being honest. It's because I can't. It's because I see you and me, this imaginary world, a world in which your eyes meet mine, yours with dark and caustic intensity. But they don't disappear. They don't at all. And you're here. You're here, and like that, we end where we began. So thank you, Katie, for sharing this poem with us today. The Struggles of Unrequited Love. Uh, it's a topic that you'll hear in poetry a lot, and Katie captured it wonderfully, in my opinion. And it's something that we all go through, at least one time or another. And the fear of figuring out, do you have these feelings? And 
the anxiety of uh, letting the person know, uh, whether it's someone you've known for a long time or someone you recently met, but that anxiety and anticipation of telling them how you see them. And well, what happens? Sometimes they shudder, and sometimes they disappear, and you feel you lose them uh, so fast, as Katie brings out. And you get a combustion of hope, of fear, just all mixed into one. You live in the what if, all the possibilities, and then what? Because the person who's in love can only see that imaginary world that even though reality might be before them, in their mind, part of them hopes that maybe it can work. And unfortunately, sometimes it doesn't work out and sometimes it changes relationships drastically. And then sometimes, like the end of this poem, the person doesn't disappear. They're still there. And you end where you began with that person. And if I was going to put in my own two cents on that topic, would be, if appropriate, let the person know. If you're having fear that I might be unrequited and you have these feelings, as I said, if it's appropriate, (laughs) um, let them know. Life is short, and who knows truly what the response will be, and no matter what it is, uh, take it like a champ. Um, It might be hard, yes, but uh, hey, at least you did your part and you're true and honest about yourself and to yourself. And so thank you, Katie, for uh, putting this topic and this feeling in such a relatable way uh, with your elegant words. Thank you. And so that's it. That is episode 38 of Dead Letter Radio. Uh, Thank you so much for everyone who... uh, put up with me on another break and submitted their work, uh, gave me some insight onto their writing, uh, just supporting the podcast as a whole. It always means so much. And if you'd like to see who wrote what, so you can give them praise and shout outs or what have you, you can look in the description of each and every episode and I'll have a list of the title of the piece and the author's name if they chose to have it included. If you're looking to support the podcast or you just really loved today's episode, uh, please leave a review. You can easily do so on different podcasting sites, but especially like iTunes or Apple Podcasts on Spotify. You can follow the podcast, that way you can be updated each time a new episode comes out. And you can follow me on Twitter if you want updates as I try to get back on schedule. This podcast usually is a weekly release, kind of fell off of that, um, but there yeah, at least you can see when new episodes come out easily as well, and just message me to say hi if you like. Uh, So please do so if you're able, or spread the word. Whatever you can do helps. And if you are interested in getting your own piece featured on this podcast, and I will say, don't worry, this is not a podcast to critique writing at all. I am no authority on what makes uh, writing quote-unquote good or quote-unquote bad. I am just here just to share it and share uh, people's creative experiences. You can do so really easily. You can go to my Twitter, and that's Dead Lettercast on Twitter. That's C-A-S-T, Dead Lettercast. Message me there, DM me there. But also you can email me at 
deadletterradiopodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's deadletterradiopodcast at gmail.com. That is also on the Twitter. The format for submitted pieces I prefer is you include the title of the piece if there is one. Um, if you're emailing me, send it as a PDF, uh, preferably, and then include your motivations or your inspiration for writing that, whether that's from a technical aspect or from what inspired you in the moment or maybe the message you're trying to convey or you want to put out there. Um, it gives, I think, just a great insight for people who are starting out writing uh, to see the different angles people tackle uh, their poems or short stories or what have you, but also can give a source of comfort for some who may be going through experience that feels like it's uh, uniquely theirs and maybe feel a little alone about it or what have you, and they can easily see someone else has gone through it, has survived it, and if it's a positive one, maybe it's something that both you can enjoy and laugh or smile about. Uh, so that's what the way I like to usually do it. So once again, title the piece, the piece itself. You can potentially share what inspired you, why you wrote it. You don't have to, but feel free to as well. And then uh, how you want to be credited, whether you want to use your name, uh, social media handle, a pen name, or you can even be anonymous if that is more comfortable for you. This is a safe place for writing, a safe place to build up your confidence in your writing, and just a safe place to share. Along with that, I will put a note that if you're sending a short story, I believe I said before, 600 words or less, so we can have room to include other pieces on the episode. It's been a while, but I think that's it. I think that's all I really need to say. Um, Once again, thank you for joining me. It always means the world, and thank you for putting up with uh, my lackadaisical uh, upload schedule recently. Uh, but hopefully this winter, once work settles down a bit, I'll be able to start uh, pumping out these episodes and share some amazing writing with you from around the world, as we usually do here. So thank you for joining us. This was episode 38 of Dead Letter Radio. I'm Taze, and I'm wishing you all safe travels. <laughs>